that's not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. Can I ask you? <laughs> uh-huh. So you guys can't see it, but Michelle has like this cool little tool. Oh. And it's giving me AS- ASMR vibes. Is it it's... like a little face like massager thing? No. It's, it's not? A, no. It's a fish pen. Oh my God. <laughs> and the cap is like it's thin, but it it has, I don't know. I just like pressing it into my skin. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Like, you know how they have jade rollers? Yeah. Like it kind of has a scoop on the end. And I thought Michelle was using like just a little facial tool to give uh-uh. herself a massage. I was like, I need one of those. No, nope. <laughs> it is a fish pen. Oh. <laughs> as soon as you said tool, That's I was so just like, funny. what does she think this thing is? <laughs> Well, for a second, when you're like, it's a fish, I thought you were going to say it was a cat toy. I was like, how random. It just like perfectly fits like my chin and like my cheekbones, like the little groove of the fin. uh It's a groovy invention. Yeah. It's fun to play with. My friend Susan got it for me for my birthday. that's fun. How sweet. Yeah, it's cute. We love a good (laughs) pin that is a multi, I don't know, use tool. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure. Uh, weekend was good. We went to go see Megan. I don't think I talked about this on the podcast. Uh, yeah. So we went to go see Megan, the newest mm. horror movie, mm-hmm. and it was it was all right. You know, not my like I I didn't love it. Also, didn't hate it. Um, apparently they're already gonna have a sequel to oh, it. Wow. Twenty twenty five. Yeah. Um, so that was super fast, but Joe really liked it. And then what else did I do? I like, I'm interested in it, but I think I'm going to wait till it comes out. It looks like it would be suspenseful, but it didn't grab me. Right. That's what I told Joe when we walked out. He was like, what are your thoughts? And I said, <laughs> I mean, I definitely didn't need to come to the theater to see it. It could okay. have been a couch movie. Yeah. And he was talking about this fucking movie for like five days straight. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm like, I'm sick of hearing about Megan. Like, can you stop? <laughs> and I was like, bro, I thought like you didn't love it. And, you know, I always yeah. say he downplays his love, but he does really love it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And All then right. he's. <laughs> they have a thing where you can uh you can like message her on uh-huh. social media and so he was like just messaging her saying things and he was like talking about his <laughs> his friends uh Todd and Steve are like being mean to him and Megan was like oh no Joe I'm so sorry to hear that and he was like can you come on our podcast and she's like I'm kind of busy right now maybe another time <laughs> <laughs> wow couldn't even get Megan exactly <laughs> But it's so cool. Like, I kind of wish I had a job like that where you market, like, horror movies because there's so many cool things that you can do. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, I don't know. I just – it's fun. But, um, but yeah, I didn't really do too much. Oh, actually, I lied. We went over to a friend's house to play another round of that board game called Catan, and mm-hmm. I actually won. Oh, wow. I was so excited. Very nice. Yeah, but now I can't use the thing of, like, I don't really know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but then I'm mm-hmm. trying secretly. Uh, but it was a good time. Oh, fun. Yeah. What about you? Um, well, I did develop a second allergy this week. Unfortunately, I've always kind of been allergic to peanuts. And then on Monday after we ate dinner, my eye started itching. And so I went to Jake and I was just like, can you look at my eye? And he was just like, yeah, your eyelid's like looking a little swollen. And so like I went over to the mirror, looked at it and I was just like, oh my God, it like really is like to the point that when I was like blinking, like the skin above my eyelid was like wrapped wrapping over it. I was just like, ew, look at this. And I was like blinking at him. He was like, um, it's gotten like significantly bigger since like you walked away from me. And I was just like, are you serious? Oh, no. Like, yeah, it's like swelling up right now. And I was just like, oh shit. And so like I went and I took Benadryl and I was just like, oh, this is crazy. And it was like pretty late. So like I went to bed and when I woke up the next morning, I kid you not, I looked like sloth from the Goonies, like just my eyes. Michelle, why didn't you yeah. send me a photo? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't take a picture. I truly don't know why. Cause it, 
would have been perfect. It looked like I had like marshmallows over my eyes. Whoa. Like my eyelids themselves were so swollen that my eyelashes were like underneath them and just kind of poking through a little bit. And then the skin between my eyelid and my eyebrow was also another puffy, swollen mess. Ooh. So it's just two, two lumps over my eye. And like nothing really else. My face was itchy. And like even now the areas around my nose and like my eyes are itchy. But the swelling went down that same day because if it didn't, I was going to go to the hospital. But I was taking Benadryl and stuff like that. And I was just like, what the fuck? And I've been getting a little itchy and rashy this winter, but I thought it was the dryness. I got a humidifier. It kind of helped. I changed my deodorant and I was getting rashes from that. So I went back to my old one and it cleared up. No issues. So I was kind of talking to Jake that day and I was just like, what if I'm like developing allergies to like perfumes and fragrances and stuff and I have to be that person that gets the clean and fresh everything, no parabens and stuff because my mm-hmm. skin's becoming sensitive to everything. And he was like, oh yeah, that might be it. And I was just like, fuck me. And so yesterday, so this is like two days after my eyes swelled and then went down, they're kind of red and they're getting like scaly like chapped feeling um so i've been putting coconut oil on it to like kind of reduce it a little bit but even when they were swollen my face wasn't broken out in hives but i could see it underneath my skin like the outline of where hives actually were under my skin it just Mm -hmm. wasn't red and so yesterday i was like researching it a little bit more and i think i have pinpointed what it is i'm gonna be running some experiments but we'll see so monday night for dinner i made um have you ever had the bonza chickpea pasta i don't think so so it's like a pasta made straight out of chickpeas and so we had that for dinner and the only ingredients in it is chickpeas and pea protein and then tapioca gum or something like that and so i was just like fuck like what if i'm becoming allergic to chickpeas which would break my heart because I fucking love chickpeas. I eat hummus like every day. But I was like, maybe it was just like way too many fucking chickpeas in one sitting because it's like, how many chickpeas does it take to make pasta? It's probably a lot. (laughs) And so I was just like, maybe it was just way too many chickpeas. And like chickpeas are a legume, which peanuts are a legume. So I was just like, oh, well, fuck, like maybe... I'm becoming allergic to chickpeas too. And so I was Googling that because I didn't even, I've never even heard of that before. And it is an allergy that people can have. But I think what it actually is, is the pea protein. Because I mm. saw that a lot of people are actually allergic to that because it's super concentrated. So that's going to be my experiment is like oh. eating chickpeas by themselves and seeing how I react, possibly eating more of that bonds of pasta and seeing how I react but I guess pea protein is like finding its way into a lot more foods like it's in like some soy milks and stuff like that and I sometimes for the most part we usually have oat milk in the house but every now and then I'll get soy milk so maybe that's where like some of the earlier rashiness was happening and like the itchiness um was like lower amounts of it but I have read like a few articles where if you have a peanut allergy it can like trigger similar effects oh damn and they're noticing it a lot in kids lately well when you do the testing be please be careful yeah, Michelle, I know. you can go into anaphylactic shock yeah. and we don't want that Mm-mm. no i will for sure be careful um maybe i mean i might just even go to the doctor and see but mm-hmm. i feel like they'll be like that's not a real allergy that people have you just googled it too much Or they'll just say, just don't eat it then. Yeah, but I guess it's, you know, it's finding its way into a lot of quote unquote healthier alternatives now because you know how like they make fucking cheese puffs out of chickpeas now. And I guess it's just showing up in a lot of vegetarian and vegan foods and all natural quote unquote foods and stuff like that. Um, So we'll see. I guess it'll just take me reading more labels at the grocery store yet again. (laughs) Ugh, how (laughs) frustrating. Yeah, Um, but it was annoying, and it's still annoying. Like, my face is still very itchy and uncomfortable. Really? Yeah. So hopefully it'll die down soon, but that was – it was scary. I, like, woke up, and Jake's like, it doesn't look that bad. I go, I look 
like fucking sloth. Like my eye, are you kidding me? My eyes are sunken into my head. I have two puffs for eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't take a photo. I mean, I'm, I'm glad so, you're okay, yeah. but. <laughs> I was, I'm actually surprised after the fact too. Cause when I was thinking like, oh, I can talk about that on the podcast. I was like, Michelle, why didn't you take a fucking photo? At this point though, I'm kind of upset cause I was looking at my eyes earlier and I feel like the swelling stretched out the skin on my eyelids because now it feels droopier. And I'm like, I will call the police if <laughs> this if this is going to make my skin wrinklier, this fucking allergy effect. <laughs> well, me, it's your skin will shrink back. It better. Just give it a few days. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. I'm offended. That is so, so I actually had an eyeball reaction Saturday. It wasn't as serious as yours, but I woke up and my right eye was swollen and I was like, what the fuck? And I told Joe, I was like, what's wrong with my eye? He's like, yeah, it was swollen. And so I was like, well, I didn't really change anything except for I was uh, prescribed like uh, like a retinoid cream because mm-hmm. I had milia on my forehead. And so I've been using it for that. And I, I really can't tell if it's worked, but I feel like it's helped a little bit, but it takes a while to work. And so they say like when you use it to use it every other day, cause you could be sensitive to it and all that stuff. But I feel like my skin's okay that I can use it every day. So mm-hmm. most of the time I use it every day. But I have like these little milias now, like under my eye and I'm like, well, shit. So I'm like, surely I can put the retinoid cream there, but I just won't put it in my eyeball, just like underneath. Uh So I'm wondering if I got too close and maybe that's why, but I've used it since and haven't had a reaction, but um, I ended up going because I had a nail appointment. And so I was like, I put on a mask and a hat because I was like, I don't want anyone to see my eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And I do wish that it should be a normal thing where doctors just automatically do allergy testing Mm -hmm. and food testing. uh, Because I did allergy testing a long time ago since I have asthma and all that stuff. But I always want to do just normal food testing because there are foods that I eat where I don't feel great after, but I don't know what it is. And it's like, just fucking do it so I can move on with my life. Like, why... Does it have to be um, like jumping hurdles just to get it done? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And also like they develop at different stages in your life. Exactly. Uh, Well, speaking of like doctors and stuff, I have a doctor's appointment that I'm going to uh, later this afternoon and I'm not looking forward Mm. to it. So it was like my annual woman's exam, but I don't think I'm doing a pap (laughs) smear because unfortunately. I think, unfortunately, now they say that research, you don't need to do a pap smear until every five years, which I think me personally, I think that's way too long. Yeah. Even though I did read that if you have like cancerous cells, it could take up to 10 years for those cells to develop into cancer or something. But five years, that is way too long. So I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to do a pap smear because I did that like a year ago or whatever. Uh But this is the doctor that I went to uh, a while ago and I like just bawled in the exam room because I yeah. was like super emotional and all that stuff. So I don't know. I'm just scared to see her. And I almost was going to cancel it because then I'm like, I want the pap smear. If I ask for that, <laughs> will they think I'm weird? Like, no. what the fuck? And so I'm like looking at what you should be screening for as you get older. And so then I start seeing fucking diabetes test and I'm like why haven't I been tested for diabetes like Uh what if I do have diabetes and maybe that's why I think there's other issues going on yeah but it's just like what I'm gonna go in there now a month after my last appointment where I gave them all these symptoms and then I'm gonna be like now well is it diabetes yeah (laughs) I really just feel like I'm crazy and I'm almost I almost just want to be like everything's fine thank you bye no, you have to go and get your tests done, but don't be embarrassed or anything to go back to your doctor. They've seen it all. And then the diabetes thing, I think they only test for it, it like based on your weight. And then do they take yeah. your blood sugar when you go in? No, it's based. They'll do it. Like if you have a history, of course, yeah. or if you are overweight or yep. uh, blood pressure is high. The blood pressure. Yeah. So if they didn't see those triggers, then 
yeah, but what if it's not the blood pressure? What if it's other things? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, you're in a mi- you're in a mild spiral. <laughs> well, yeah, because then I woke up this morning, Michelle, and it was like six o'clock, and I was like, let me try to go to sleep for at least one more hour. But then I started thinking of my appointment, and then mm-hmm. I was like, Pap smear, and then I started googling, and then I'm like, diabetes screening, what is that? And then I'm like, is an HPV test the same as the Pap smear? And then I'm like, what about a mammogram? And then I'm like, I really don't know a lot about my family history except for I know that my grandma had breast cancer, so I will have to do screening like ten years before she was diagnosed. And so then I it just went into a spiral, and I put my phone down. I was like, it's fine. Like Mm -hmm. why? help. <laughs> it's okay. It's going to be okay. Definitely go to your appointment and let yeah. let her know those things that you're feeling. And then she'll take it from there. Well, I told Joe, I'm like, if I knew, if I knew that I could have just gone to medical school and then become a doctor <laughs> and just say like, no, it's in your head. I uh-huh. would have became a doctor. Just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, they do have a rhyme and reason, I think, to some of the things that they do. But honestly, it's like if I want to go into debt by paying for these services and these tests, like fucking mm-hmm. let me, okay? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't care if it's for no reason. I'd rather mm-hmm. be calm in my mental state of mind knowing that I've checked everything off yeah. the list and it's fine. Yeah, I don't understand why they don't take advantage of people like you. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, my therapist says it's because if they do a referral that they only get like a percentage of the money. So a lot of times they won't do it unless you really push back. But it's evil. It's pure evil. It's still more money than they don't have, even if it's a percentage. Uh Uh-huh. So we'll see. And I never did my ultrasound of my uh, swollen lymph node. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to like talk to her about it and see. But so are you going to your gynecologist or you're going to your primary? So she's like primary, but does. Oh, got stuff. it. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was just like, I feel like you're throwing a lot at your gynecologist right now. <laughs> no, she's just like a normal doctor. Got it. She got does it. That stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk to your gynecologist about diabetes, the lymph nodes. See that? I mean, that's, I feel like even if it's just a doctor, it's a lot to throw at them because they literally are like uh, five minutes in and five, like I'm gone. No, you should bring up all those questions to to her. I'm going to just so I I don't have to think about it. Absolutely. And then I'm also going to ask her, which I know she's probably going to say no, but since my... I get my depression medication from like cerebral. I'm paying a hundred dollars literally for someone just to give me the script for it. And I'm going to ask her, like, I've been on it a few months, you know, I feel like it's helping me. Like, can you please just give me the script for that? So I can stop paying a hundred dollars. Yeah. You think she'll do that? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And if not, I no, I think she will no matter what, but I think she might even be like, okay, like, did you, she might, suggest other ones if she knows you've already been on but she's something. the one that said no when I was like I'm about to do something crazy yeah. lady so we'll I see s- but maybe yeah. if I'm a little more put together then she'll yeah. be like I feel a little more comfortable with this <laughs> well no I don't even think it was about being put together I think wasn't that like the first time you were seeing her yeah yeah so I think now that it's been a few times you've actually been on medication you're seeing a therapist I think that she'll probably take I hope it so I mean, she should have taken it seriously from the jump, but still, right. like, hopefully she shouldn't have an issue giving you an actual prescription for it. I hope, I'd hope not. not. Yeah, I'm going to ask, so we'll see. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah, so wish me luck. But I, I think I'm going to go to luck. Target just to, like, browse the aisles. That's going to be my reward after. Oh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. At least you have something set up. I think I think that is like the best thing. Even when yesterday I had to go to the vet to pick up some medication for Ichabod, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, I'm out, so I'm going to get a coffee." So I just went yeah. and got medication. <laughs> yep, I was going to do a little coffee date by myself, but then I got too scared. So I was like, "As long as I can just leave the house to pick up Raven's meds, I'm okay." So yeah. I did that, and I was like, "It's not so bad." <laughs> no, it's easy. It's easy once you're out there. Yeah, it is. Um, well, mm-hmm. so guys, we're going to kind of get into some crime that's been going on here yeah. in Massachusetts. 
I'm going to let Michelle kind of give the details because I don't really know um, a lot. Mm -hmm. But I will say that Joe was sending me some of the stuff yesterday about uh, what was searched on the internet. And Mm -hmm. I was crying, Michelle. Like, usually I don't, like, I'll get really sad and down and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But it's never enough to where I like physically like I was bawling I was so upset I'm just like this is crazy like it literally like it disgusted me like Mm -hmm. just reading the searches that's so insane that you say that because I had the same exact reaction I had read a few of them yesterday and it didn't Mm -hmm. trigger anything but then this morning when I was like looking some more stuff up there was a certain one that legit made tears come to my eyes because I was like this is like a fucking human you disgusting piece of shit but anyway so we are going to be talking about this local true crime story about Brian Walsh and Anna Walsh that has been happening since the new year here in Massachusetts it crossed my news feeds a few times before it was a murder case because Um, This is currently happening in the town of Cohasset, which is the town right next door to Jake's hometown of Hull. And Mm -hmm. some of it takes place in Hull. And so I, I don't know why. I think Jake's dad once invited me to be like part of the community page on Facebook of Hull. And so I'm in there and I remember seeing like people posting about a missing woman from the area back on like January 6th. And you know, so it would pop up every now and then. And then as the case and time went by, it became a murder case. And there was somebody in that community page that would just post updates. And so I was just like, what is happening? And then, and now it's like a national news story because it is yet again, a story of a young, pretty white woman with young children from a very nice town that goes missing and it very much seems like the husband was the one that did it. And so it's, it's gripping a lot of national headlines right now. So this is what's currently happening in the Anna Walsh case. The last time anybody besides her husband saw her was New Year's Eve. They had a friend come over to celebrate with them. Uh, They left around like 1.30 that morning and that was the last person to see her alive besides her husband and what he claims. So let me just start from kind of the beginning. I don't have like a lot of background on them individually or anything like that, but I have like this rough timeline of events. So in 2008, they meet at a hotel that she was working at in Lenox, MA. Around 2011, it seems like Brian, her husband, actually acquired two original Andy Warhol paintings. And this has nothing to do with the murder, but it just goes to show his character. Um, So he acquired two Andy Warhol paintings. They believe he used those paintings to create two forgeries of them. So he has the originals and he has forged copies of it. At that time, he tried to sell them the forgeries to a New York gallery. They declined because he didn't have a bill of sale for them. In 2015, Anna and him get married. In 2016, he sells those forgeries on eBay for $80,000. When the person that buys them gets them, they realize that they don't have authentication stamps or anything. And so they call the cops. Two years later, in 2018, he's arrested and charged with art fraud. Another crazy thing that happens before Anna goes missing is that his father, who lives in Hull, where Jake is from, passes away. They believe that Brian destroyed his will because in his will, he disinherited Brian. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Whoa. Yes. And the only reason that they know that is because Brian Walsh's father, who's Dr. Thomas Walsh, his friend took an actual picture of his will. And that is the only like copy besides the actual will that exists. But in that picture, it literally says, I hereby bequeath to Brian R. Walsh my best wishes, but nothing else from my estate. Wow. Which is like, oof, yikes. So, of course, you know, when his father dies, they assume it goes to Brian. There's no will. Everything starts, you know, he starts selling the house, selling the possessions. His father actually had possession of a Salvador Dali painting that he sells. And then I think 
you know, a few months later, the friend pops up and it's just like, wait, how did Brian get all this shit? Oh, my God. I saw the will. He wasn't supposed to get anything. And this was part of an article that was in the Patriot Ledger about this will situation. And I'm going to read directly from it. It says, Dr. Walsh left the family when Brian was young, a family that was severely dysfunctional and a hostile environment. Ornstein further mentions problems. Brian had been a long-term patient at Austin Riggs Center Psychiatric Hospital. He was diagnosed as a sociopath, and this would never change. So Brian has already been diagnosed as a sociopath a while ago. Oh, my Um, God. And the reason that his father disinherited from the will is because Brian stole about $800,000 from his father during a home refinancing deal. And that was like a later in life thing. But I guess like he wasn't really in the picture for a long time. His father and his mother got divorced early on. So this all happens before Anna. The art fraud, the embezzling from his father, the will situation, all this stuff. In April of 2021, Brian pleads guilty to the art fraud. He's supposed to be sentenced, but sentencing was postponed, so he's on house arrest until sentencing. He has to wear a ankle bracelet. The ankle bracelet is not GPS. It's like radio signaling, so pretty much it just kind of pings when he leaves the residence and when he returns. So his probation officer like knows his schedule, like he knows when he has to go pick up the kids or whatever. But outside of that, if he wants to leave the house, he has to call his probation officer and say like, hey, I have to run to home goods. I'll be like gone for about an hour and then they'll see him leave. And then if he's not back within that hour, then they check in on him. That kind of a deal. But there's not actually like GPS tracking on the ankle bracelet. So two years later, in March of 2022, they sell that house and she ends up buying a place down in Washington, D.C. because her job is based down there. So Mm -hmm. she travels a lot between Cohasset and Washington, D.C. This was a weird one. So Christmas of this year, Anna called her mother who lives in Serbia and asked her to come to D.C. the very next day. But her mother said that she was unable to do that on such short notice and it being the holidays. Fast forward to New Year's Eve, the day before she goes missing, they host a friend for New Year's Eve. They leave around 1.30 and um, that was the last time anybody saw her. She calls her mother and sister, but none of them picked up. That night she called them, Michelle? Yeah, on New Year's Eve. Oh, wow. So next what happens is... On January 3rd, she's supposed to be boarding a plane to go down to Washington, D.C. for a January 4th meeting. On January 4th, when she doesn't show up, her employers file the missing persons. When they go to Brian and say, like, where's your wife? Like, she didn't show up for work. We got a missing persons report. He claims that on New Year's Day, January 1st, she said she had to go ahead of schedule and take an emergency flight to Washington, D.C. So two days before she was supposed to leave. He says that she grabbed like an Uber or Lyft and left. There's no record of her ever getting a new bird lift. There's no record of her getting on a plane on January 1st. There's no record of her getting on a plane for her originally scheduled flight on January 3rd. So she's, for all of his accounts also, it's like, okay, well, you haven't even heard from your wife in the last four days. Like you didn't think that was suspicious. Mm-hmm. Why did the employees have to be the one to file the missing persons yeah. report? On January 6th is when all the missing posters went out and they're doing like an extensive search to find her. On January 8th, that's when they arrest him for misleading the case because obviously at this point they know she never boarded a flight or anything like that. So let's back up a little bit. On January 2nd, the day after she supposedly got on that plane, there's video of Brian at a Home Depot buying $450 worth of supplies, which include tape, bags, tarps, hatchets, like full coveralls, you know, just the classic stuff. On January 9th, he is arraigned and held at a $500,000 bail. He's due back on court in February 9th. Uh, Dumpsters removed from Swampscott apartment building where his mother lived. They found a hatchet, a hacksaw, and blood, and also blood was found in their basement. So... That is like kind of the timeline of events that's been happening. This is crazy. I know. So he got arrested for lying to the police or like trying to get them away from evidence or whatever. Like what was the thing where he was like, I was going to my mom's house, but 
they pinged him by not going to his mom's house. So then he tried to say he forgot where she lived. Like, what Mm -hmm. was – do you know anything about that? Yes. So I think that they suspected him from the jump. And that was misleading the the police is just a way to hold him. It's, you Mm -hmm. know, like, let's get him on a suspended license or whatever we can get him on. Um, So they were able to arrest him on misleading the cops until they, like, get more evidence and just make sure they have him. So on January 1st, he called his parole officer and said, I have to go up to my mom's house in Swampscott and like do some errands for her and whatnot. I think it's pronounced Swampscott. I pronounce it Swampscott, but I'm from Connecticut. So sorry, everybody from Massachusetts. I feel anyway. like Massachusetts. Well, well, any Massachusetts person I've heard, they say Swampscott. Okay. Or maybe Swampscott. I don't I, know. I hear it all. I hear it all with these Seriously. people. Seriously. <laughs> Anyway, because he's on such a restricted timeline, he claims that he got lost on his way there. And that's why he was gone for an additional 30 minutes outside of what he said he was going to be kind of a deal. While he was in Swampscott, he claims to the police that he went to Whole Foods, which is where I used to work, and CVS. And then came back home at around 8 p.m. And in Swampscott is where they found the hacksaw and some other stuff. And in the Peabody dump, they found additional stuff that had both of their DNA on it. Also, his cell phone was pinging at a bunch of different apartment complexes down in the South Shore area, where on two different video surveillances, they have him dropping bags off into dumpsters. And that's just like, bros, everybody that's out there, all of you, girls too. You're not going to get away with murder. There is fucking cameras everywhere. Your cell phone is a GPS device in your pocket. Like, get over it. Get divorced. Stop killing people. You're not Mm going to get away with it. That's the thing that drives me the most crazy because it's like this idea that like, well, I'm done with you, so you don't need to exist anymore. And I'm just going to go live a happy life in Aruba or something. It never happens. It never happens. You're going to be prime suspect number one from the jump, even yeah. if you didn't do it. Even if you didn't do it, they will find enough circumstantial evidence on anybody exactly. to make it look like you did. Like you could watch Double yep. Jeopardy like three months before. They're like, he was watching movies about killing his spouse and it's just, mm-hmm. and that'll be it. And you're done. So that's what I was thinking, too. It's like, even if you didn't do it, like, yeah. bye, your life is over. Everybody will think you did it anyway. I just Uh don't know why people think that they can get away with it. It's not worth it. No. Okay. So just the other day, I'm pretty sure this was January 17th, prosecutors laid out all the evidence that they have against him to go to court. Um, So they allege that Brian Walsh killed his wife, with whom he shares three children because he wanted to end their marriage. Rather than divorce, Brian Walsh dismembered Anna Walsh and discarded her body. The evidence that they produced includes discovery of Anna Walsh's blood and personal items in local garbage, phone data showing Brian Walsh's movements, his alleged Google searches relating to dismembering and disposing of a body. They have been searching for her since January 4th. At this time, they believe that she is dead but her body has not been found yet. So far, they have 10 trash bags of evidence. Oh like, my gosh. At di- in different towns, all containing bloodstains, a hacksaw, hatchet, towels, rags, gloves, a heavily stained rug, and a Tyvek suit, which is like a coverall. Mm-hmm. A lot of the bags were incinerated before they could get to them, so they're not sure if Anna, unfortunately, was, was in some of those bags, but I don't believe that they found any part of her her yet Mm -hmm. so some of the google searches that they found on his computer and on his son's ipad between january 1st and january 3rd how long before a body starts to smell what does formaldehyde do how long does dna last can identification be made on partial remains dismemberment and the best ways to dispose of a body how to clean blood from wooden floor What happens when you put body parts in ammonia? Is it better to put crime scene clothes away or wash them? Hacksaw, best tool to dismember. Can you be charged with murder without a body? Which, come on. Yeah. Come on. (sighs) It was the what happens when you put body parts in ammonia that just Mm. sent me. 
Obviously, what they about have them. the can you identify a body with broken teeth? Ugh. What happens to hair on a dead body? Like literally, this is I can't even imagine being the type of monster that's mm-hmm. you know you kill your wife and now you're like googling all this shit. What is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on a surface in the woods? Can baking soda make a body smell good? It's so bad. It's so bad. And I I was telling Joe, uh, because he was sending me this stuff just because I didn't know all of the details. And uh, I was like, this is very upsetting. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just like, Joe, like literally this was supposed to be someone who loved her and who Mm -hmm. someone was supposed to protect her. Like I could never imagine. I just can't. And it just makes me so sad. And who knows? what their relationship was like towards the end I thought I heard somewhere that she was trying to file for divorce but I don't know if that was confirmed or not but it's like yeah Joe's just like why don't like like you mentioned why don't you just get divorced and so then I said well maybe something like I didn't know he was uh diagnosed as a freaking psychopath I didn't know any of that but I said sociopath my apologies Mm -hmm. so then I thought not that this makes it any better, but I thought maybe like an accident happened or maybe he hurt her and then now she's dead. So he's like, either way, I'm going to be fucked. And so mm-hmm. maybe I just wonder, like, maybe that's why some people decide to try to get away with it because it's, you know, you're never going to get away with it. Yeah. This kind of feels like it might have happened in the moment if he was doing all these Google searches after the fact or else he is a very bad planner. I don't know. But it seems like for most of the last two years, she was like living in D.C., like a kind of a way she was spending a lot less time up here. So I think they were heading for divorce soon, regardless. And for some reason, he thought that killing her was a better solution, which it never, ever, ever is. It's always like a dude that looks like a thumb that decides to kill his wife. Mm hmm. Have they said, like, what's, like, when he goes to trial, like, what's going on with that? Do we know any details? Like, I'm sure it'll probably be a little bit, but. So I think trial starts, not starts, but something's happening on February 9th. Um, So that's the next date. They just presented Mm -hmm. evidence to go to trial. But yeah, so it's still currently, like, unfolding. I'm sure that there will be a lot more coming forward. How old are their children? Two, four, and six. Two, four, and six, Michelle. Mm-hmm. So it's like set aside your irrational feelings that you have about your wife. What about your kids? Like mm-hmm. you're just not even thinking of them now. No. Not only do they have a mother, but they don't have a father, which honestly in the end yeah. will be better because if he's. I I, uh, I always think about the kids and like how they grow up. Mm-hmm how that affects them because it's like everybody has like parent issues you know and it could just be benign things but it's like what if your mother is murdered by your father and you don't have parents like how does that fuck you up so what happens with i'm sorry what was he diagnosed as sociopath sociopath i don't know what separates sociopath and a psychopath or anything like that but Mm -hmm. It what like what's the recommendation from doctors who see patients like this? Like, why isn't it? I don't know. Why isn't it known on your record somehow or something? It's like I, what could have been done to prevent this, if anything. I don't think anything. I think the biggest thing with sociopaths is they completely lack empathy for anybody else. So they mm-hmm. don't really take into consideration anybody else but what they personally want. I think there's a lot of sociopaths out there. A lot of them don't end in murder. I mean, it could just be the CEO that doesn't care if his workers have a living wage. Like, I don't care about that. That doesn't bother me. You can come to my desk crying and saying that you are homeless and that would affect me literally zero, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lot of people that are sociopaths out there. But, you know, if it gets to this level... Um, also in a different article that I read is that Brian has always kind of been like this and has been known to be violent, uh, in that I'm pretty sure in that same article about his dad's will, 
The same friend that took the picture and was talking about it also said that once they were in China and he had stolen some artifacts and when he was like confronted by security, he grabbed like a stanchion and was trying to take down like four to five security guards with it. What? So like he's always been like a thief and a fraud and like quick to violence. And so I just feel bad that any person had crossed paths with him and married him and had kids with him. Because I think no matter what, that was always an option for him. Mm -hmm. No matter who it was, you know. I heard like a snippet of a voicemail that he was calling around, maybe family or friends. I'm not too sure, but he was like, oh, haven't heard anything. Like just ma- just checking to see if you've heard anything, like call me back. And it's it's just like you really think you are fooling people right now. Yeah. Yeah. And just those Google searches, like it, it's as if he's working on a science project yeah he just he has zero emotions yeah it's just so sad two four and six years old wow yeah and they are currently in dcf i believe because i i think that her family lives in serbia his mother is the only person in his family and i think she's kind of being implicated in certain ways um i saw and like a reddit thread that was saying because the last actual sighting of her was 4 a.m on new year's day before her flight from somebody in the house and a lot of people assume that it was his mother that claimed that she saw her after Mm -hmm. after the fact so obviously she was misleading police too whoa In that same breath, I guess a lot of people have been stepping forward to say that they would take all three kids. They don't want them to be separated and stuff. So, you know, the community is coming out to help in any way that they can. But I don't think there's actually like a lot of family left for the kids. I just I like what is going to go through their little brains and their little hearts? Like all of a sudden you have your mom and then now there's Mm -hmm. no one that you know. Mm hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they should definitely never have been with the dad, no matter what. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just going to instill the worst values and morals. They lived here while she would go back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, had she always had a job out there or was that something that she had after they had been married and stuff? So maybe she like was trying to come up with a plan to eventually get just her and her kids out there, I wonder. Yeah, I think it was definitely in the last few years that she was going to DC more. Um, from what I read, they had met in 2008 while she was working at a hotel. But I know that she's like a higher up in like real estate right now. Um, you know, she was doing really well career wise, but it was mostly based out of DC. And so she was back and forth a lot. Wow. Yeah, but we'll see. I'm I mean, this has Dateline episode written all over it. So I'm sure that there will be one out. I'm sure now that he's even more of a national name, international name as well. A lot of other shady things from his past will come out. It's like if you're forging Andy Warhols and stealing from your dad's estate, there's definitely going to be a lot more shit that he's been up to. Wow. I wonder if he's ever been married before. I feel like just oh, with his yeah. history I feel like he has been married before so yeah. who knows what will come out yeah I didn't see anything like that but I'm sure at least other romantic partners will come right? out and also with you talking about his mom how she lied to the police mm-hmm. I they don't assume, know allegedly they assume allegedly I don't know like Say if you're a parent, like, are you more willing to protect? Because we're always like, why are you protecting them? Mm -hmm. Like, they actually killed a human being. Like, sure, it's your child, but, you know, they have consequences. It's, I wonder, like, would you be more, is it a thing that when they're older, like, so Brian was probably what? He's like in his 50s, maybe? I don't know. He's like 39 in his 40s. the real okay I he looks a lot older um so I'm just like I wonder when you're older well with what's his face Paul Flores so never mind I'm like when they're older do you feel more like I don't know who you are you killed someone so I'm not gonna try to 
to cover help. it up. Whereas if it's like someone younger that you have to feel like you have to baby or something. Yeah. Cause you're like, they still have a life ahead of them. Wow. Um, okay. So no, she was 39. He is 47. Okay. He's definitely been a bad dude his whole life. Like if he was already going to psychiatric hospitals and being diagnosed as sociopath, like when he was, I'm assuming that happened probably in his teens. I doubt he would go, you know, voluntarily. I'm sure his parents put him there or something. Um, I'm sure he was a fucking monster. (laughs) Exactly. For your father who passes away for his will to say best wishes, but there's nothing for you. It's like, how awful were you to your dad? And then with your Mm -hmm. mom being the only living parent, how awful were you to her? I know. Well, it seems like, she's the one that really raised him so maybe they have like this codependency kind of a thing with each other since he left earlier but yeah the fucking all I leave is my best wishes is that person does not like you (laughs) no that is a bless your heart if I've ever heard one (laughs) Uh uh-huh that's like you've tortured me and now Mm -hmm. this is the payback like I wish you well I said good day sir Mm mm-hmm I said good day. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's literally like a, I haven't been able to affect you in any way your whole life because you don't have emotions, but this will hurt you because all you fucking care about is financial gain and material things. And guess what? Uh You ain't getting anything. I don't even have other kids, but you're still not getting anything. Damn. Like I don't have a single other family member. I am donating it all to charity because that is what you mean to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. Like, I wonder if he'll say anything, like if they can try to waive uh, or something like a punishment or I don't, I mean, they'll, I think they'll try to give him that impression to where maybe he'll say something, but who knows, especially with how he is, who knows what he's going to say and yeah. what this is going to turn into. I think so. Um, he pleaded not guilty in this last round. I think he will completely take it through a long, lengthy trial. And if he still gets found guilty and goes to prison forever, he will 100% be the dude that is taking every journalist, every book deal. Like he can't actually make money off of it, but he's a sociopath. Like he's going to, you know, want to spin it his way and talk. He's definitely going to talk about it. Even when they arrested him, he had like the biggest smile on his face. It's like I was just not- gonna say that. Yeah. I'm like, well, that now that even makes it more chilling. Yeah. Not yeah. that it wasn't already creepy in the first place, but no. it's like the nerve of you, you fucking motherfucker. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I know that he thinks he's so smart and Ugh. like he could get away with it, but it's you don't even have the wherewithal to act like the grieving husband. That is how fucking emotionless you are and you're not even smart enough to put it on you're a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. i wonder could they say if he got rid of his phone could they have found like by going to the phone company can you look and see what he would have searched i wonder or can you only do that surely you could do it by looking up your information like through the phone company what do you mean like his google searches his google searches yeah um, I think that they found those all on his computer because they immediately like got a warrant for the thing. I don't even think he was smart enough well, to like clear his history. Well, that's why I'm like, you're an idiot. So I wonder yeah. if he would have gotten rid of that. Even clearing your history doesn't yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, they can still, still find it. Yeah. yeah. So I was just curious, like if he got rid of it and say we didn't have his no, phone yeah. or his computer, could they look it up by just going through the phone service? Like I'm not sure. Surely they could, you know, by like your your phone number info and then Mm -hmm. going into your like internet. I don't know, but anyway, I'm sure that they can figure something out. There also was another thing with her phone. So her phone was pinging well after they claim he claimed that she was in D.C. like in their house, like it was pinging up until like January second in the house. And he turned it off. Yeah, like a, a little bit after everything had happened. Dummy. Like even I know not to not to fucking do that shit. <laughs> even I know not to get crazy with those Google searches because they could literally frame me for anything. Yes, yes. Ugh. 
I just, I don't, I don't understand why anybody would kill their spouse. Like you are going to be. You're, you want your life to be one. over. Yeah. You don't want to be torturing someone else. Like you just want it to be done. It's like, do you realize how much torture you can do to somebody during a divorce? If you hate them that much. Oh yeah. <laughs> you could torture them for the rest of their lives if they're alive. The yeah. So that's why I'm like, maybe he got angry or there was some kind of rage and I something think that happened. There was. So then he goes into panic mode, like how you mentioned, especially with all the searches, because it's like there were three different windows of mm-hmm. search searches going on, you yeah. know? Yeah, I I don't think it was premeditated. I'm sure his like defense lawyer will use that because oh yeah, it's like if it was premeditated, he would have been slowly gathering the supplies beforehand. Like obviously, who would spend five hundred dollars at Home Depot with clearly just a dismembering kit, and you know the searches after the fact and whatnot. I'm sure that eventually they're gonna come up with a story of maybe she fell down the stairs and he didn't know what to do and he was already on trial for the art fraud and didn't want to get in trouble for her murder so then he decided this was the only plan of action yeah they're gonna spin it some way but regardless he murdered her mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it all happened very fast obviously he didn't do a really good job at trying to get to keep it hidden so thankfully yeah I know. I mean, this could have been like a Scott Peterson thing where it's just like all circumstantial for a very long time. Um, but now he was very much a sloppy idiot. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Yep. <sighs> but anyway, so we'll give you yeah. guys updates as it continues and whatnot. But yeah, that's what's going on in our little neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe try to watch some funny puppy kitten videos to kind of cleanse your palate. I know that's what I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you so much for listening. We hope you guys have a great weekend and we will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com.